0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the SharePoint Help Desk Podcast. I am your host, Thurman Trotman. Very glad that you're here with me again. Uh, well, to my returning listeners, welcome back if you're brand new. Uh, again, this is the SharePoint Help Desk Podcast. It's where I try to talk strategy mostly about SharePoint. So in other words, how can you best use SharePoint and other tools in the 365 uh, suite, the Microsoft 365 suite, to, to be more productive at work? You know what I mean? To remove the headaches from whatever you got going on at work. Um, today, I want to talk about executive admins. Or I guess, the, I don't know if they still call them secretaries, but I, I was last. Last I heard, you still call them, you, you call them executive admins. But if you don't know that term, I'm talking about what used to be called secretaries. If they still use that term. I, I don't know. I, you know. I ain't trying to um, use the wrong word in here. But what I'm basically talking about is there's a person who runs a shop or an organization and there's another person who supports that person with a bunch of administrative, um, like a, a bunch of administrative tasks. And that person would, let's say physically, if still working in a building, if you're not remote, that person would typically sit like right outside of this person's office or in close proximity to them. Because again, I don't want to say they're an assistant. But they kind of handle a bunch of, like they're the first touch point when you're trying to communicate out to the rest of the uh, team. So let's say, for instance, there's a boss and there's an admin and then there's 10 people on this team collectively, right? So um, if the boss wants to get a message out to those 10 people, well, it's 12 people collectively. There's the admin, there's the boss, and then there's the 10 people on the team. If the boss wants to get a message out to um, all of the other 10 folks in the office, they would usually go to the admin, and then the admin would have some type of system that they got. They got a a roster of everybody on the team, and they will um, send a a message out to them, right, via email or whatever. Then there's, like, um, if... So, like, if a new person comes on board that admin might be their first touch point. So like they, they first get introduced to the team and they're being told, hey, you're going to work for this team. When that person comes on board, they're going to probably interact highly with the admin because the admin pretty much knows the pulse of the office. Who's who? What's what? Where do you go for this? And they have connections with other admins throughout the organization. So the admin is a vital person to, uh, to the team. If you're lucky enough to even have an admin, because I know there's a lot of people not even taking those jobs. So, well, I mean, there's job shortages everywhere, but you get what I'm saying. So, I just want to frame that person so do you know who they are. They, they, The thing I like the most about the admin is that they have, like, again, like I said, they have the pulse of that team. They understand what's going on there. Like, they know who's who, what's what, and they have connections with other admins throughout the organization. So that's that position that they play. This episode of SharePoint Help Desk, I want to talk about three things that that admin should be doing if their organization is using uh, 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 Microsoft 365, the suite. So... But it's maybe like, I guess three things, but uh, okay, yeah, you know what? It's three things, but let me set the stage here. So inside of SharePoint, um, there's a feature that allows you to have a site. And when I say site, I mean literally like a website. Your admin, or if you're the admin, an admin should create a site because the admin has a lot of moving parts. They're in charge of a lot of things there should be one place that they manage all of these things. Right now, it might be on their desktop, or it might be a calendar, or it might be some shared drive folder that they you know, keep updated and they send out to the organization and tell them, here's where you can find this, this, and this. Honestly, the best place for that is a site. That's how everybody operates. We go to websites. So there should be, let's say the admin for, I'm going to give it a team. Let's say operations. There's an operations admin. This operations admin should have a operations website that they manage, um, for the most part, because other people can help manage too. But on the operations website, they can take, um, let's say, well, actually, they can put anything they want on there. There's a lot of options you have. But to me, when I say I want to lay a foundation, the very first thing that an admin should understand that they should have is a central location where everything that they manage is located, and, it's, you know, it's not scattered all over the place. It's just one central location. And my recommendation for that central location is a SharePoint site. So that's, that's that. Now, here are the three things that I recommend an admin use on their site. So first, I, I'm always going to stress this. SharePoint lists. So a SharePoint list is... Like a a, um, spreadsheet, but it's in the web. And I think when you have your SharePoint site that I talked about at first, that's laying the foundation, when you need to collect information from the folks inside of the office, as an admin, you're probably going to create a spreadsheet and send that spreadsheet out. But we don't want to do that. That's where I try to take people from, from using spreadsheets to using SharePoint lists because they're much better for collaboration. So on your site, When it comes time for you to collect information from folks, use a SharePoint list. And here's what that process looks like. So you need to find out, um, uh, you know, uh, let's say everybody's birthday, right? Now, I don't know if you can actually put birthdays on there. You know, you got security things, all that. So you know what? Wait, wait a minute. Maybe not birthdays. You need to know... um, Or, you know what? Let's stick with birthdays. We can do birthdays, but just without the year. Uh, I don't think that's um, PII. I might be wrong. Look into that with your security folks. Anyway, let's say the admin wants to keep track of everybody's birthday because the boss likes to do something nice when somebody's birthday comes around. So if you need to initially collect that, then you can create a SharePoint list, uh, put it on your site and then send everyone on the team a link and say, hey, uh, I've just created a birthday list. Um, uh, we're collecting everybody's birthday because we might do something nice for your birthday. Please access this link and put in your birthday. There's a, there's, there's a list that you just created. You sent it out to the team, and now everybody's responding, and that information sits right there on the site that you created that I talked about. So that's the, that's the first step. Is use SharePoint lists when it's time for you to collect information. If you have another situation where let's say you don't you need to know the computer information of everybody in your office, um you could do the same thing. Create the list and then send the link out and tell everyone, hey, need to collect your serial number, your model number, and whatever computer you have and where you're located. Maybe some people are remote, some people are not. They access the link. They put the information on there and then the list sits on the site. The reason why I keep stressing that is because once everybody gets used to the operations website, the operations SharePoint site, they'll know that they could find any and everything there. So you've already at this point collected um, birthdays, you've collected um, uh, uh, computer information. So... You can get to a point where you're just saying, hey, you sent out an email. You say, hey, everybody, if you go to the um, operation site, you'll see we just put out a new policy. Please take a look at it, read it, whatever, um, and check off that you've read it. Leave comments if you feel like, whatever, something like that. The point is you're training them to know to always go to the operation site because that's where you put everything. So you could get to the point where you create like the birthday list. And you're talking to someone inside of the office and they're like, hey, they don't come to you and say, hey, um, well, this will probably slow down, but they don't come to you and go, Hey, remember that uh spreadsheet that you use to collect the birthdays? Can I, can you send it to me so I can add you a new birthday? Or maybe I'll uh, yeah, I'll just give you my I'll email you the, um, my 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 birthday. I'm talking about a new person on the team. So the new person's on the team, somebody told them, Hey, the admin is probably going to want to have your birthday and they go, yeah, how do I get you that birthday information or can I just email it to you or whatever? Something like that, right? Not the most efficient way to move, you know what I mean? What you want to do instead is maybe there's an initial meeting with the admin and in their list of things to do on the new team is go to the operations site and make sure you update the birthday list. And any, at any and every time, anybody on the team can go see that information. And same thing with the computer information. Make sure you update your computer information. It's not sitting on the admin's desktop. It's sitting in the web so that everybody on the team can access it. This is the way we want to operate. So, like I said, we lay a foundation and we create a site. The next step now is you use lists to collect information and then host them on that site. <clears throat> Pardon me So now The next thing There's a calendar feature There's a couple of calendar features on there right Uh, But there's an event list And This is the second thing that I recommend that you use Because there's obviously going to be important dates Now everybody has their, their Outlook calendar There's a group calendar feature I could talk about that in a different episode Um, And then there's like The boss will have their calendar and then have key people, including the admin, have access to their calendar and that type of stuff. That's cool. You can use those calendars for that type of stuff, but there's some things on that boss's calendar I'm assuming everybody doesn't need to know about. There is some events that everybody does need to know about, and that's where I would use the event. Uh, It's called a web part. So there's an event web part. You can use that event web part on the site, right? So um, if there's a, I don't know, I want to say company picnic, but a company picnic everybody should know about. But if there's a, uh, uh, if you have audits, if the boss does one-on-one audits with everyone, you could uh, put that out there. Or say, um, we're getting ready to have a team potluck. You know, it's all happening on this date. The point is, if you get into the groove of training your folks to always check the operations site daily because it's constantly being updated, they could see when they get there important dates. It's very big and bold. And it's well-designed. It's It's not like sloppy and in your face. But it's well-designed so that when you access the site, you can see the latest, greatest information when it comes to dates. And when you use that event web part, you can put the name of the event, you can put links that people might need to know. You could put uh, the details. You could put all types of stuff on there. I believe you could even, yeah, you, you could even put a picture on there if you, you know, you're feeling fancy. So put a picture on there. There's all types of uh, options for you to uh, uh, use when you're putting these calendars on your site. And, or not calendars, but when you put the calendar, when you put the events on your site. You have those options, and I would absolutely 100% take advantage of those options because your goal is to get folks to continually use the operation site instead of calling you instead of, you know, visiting your desk. If you're working remote, even more important that they realize that the operation site is where it's at, where they can find information. Because then you don't have people bothering you about stuff that they could just find on the site and instead your conversations can become, you know, regular good conversations about other things as opposed to somebody like I never understood People coming up to you and saying things like, you know, um, uh, like let's say in the birthday situation, hey, do you want me to send you an email about that? It's like you need to relax. You know what I'm saying? Like everything doesn't need an email. You can casually talk to somebody and say, hey, let me, you could say to that admin, if you're standing in front of their desk, hey, can you uh, just put the birthday in? Can I just give it to you? And that's cool. But, you know, maybe that admin is busy and and they got their train of thought going on and right now you're interrupting. So for something work-related, you can just go to the operations site and handle that. You can go in there and put in your birthday. You can go in there and put in your your computer uh, information. You can go in there and find out what SOPs, uh, standard operating procedures, are available to your team. Because some high speed on your team has a, uh, I talked about OneNote in in a different episode, has a whole OneNote. With all of the SOPs on there. And guess what? The link to that OneNote can sit on the site. So, again, that's why I'm like, yo, first thing you need to do is have the site and then put everything on that site. So, uh, I went off on a, on a tangent there, but so far, here, here's what we got. You laid the foundation by having a site. Then, one, you use SharePoint lists to collect information and then host it on that site. Two, Use uh, the event web part to make sure you highlight important dates, and it will show up on the website. Now, number three, I know that Teams is the move right now. It's the hot thing on the street. Everybody's using Teams. Understandably so. Teams is a great tool. It's actually an excellent tool. Um, And so right now, everybody goes for speed, and it's just uh, user-friendly where you can go create a team, invite your folks, and get to collaborating. I'm all about that. Continually, uh, continue to do that because that's the that's the. There shouldn't be a, a high barrier for you to get to using te- using tools, using technology, and you know collaborating. Now, here's the thing, though: once your teams gets uh, rocking and rolling, there's gonna be a lot of conversation in there, a lot of links dropped, a lot of documents shared, all that type of stuff, and it's gonna be one big jumble of uh, information. But everything put in the teams isn't excellent, you know what I mean? But there is some things in there that is like some top tier stuff. I think that on your site, that's the third thing that, that you should be doing is linking out to the teams. So let's say there's an operations team site. You can join the organization and maybe go searching for that team site, but who knows which one is actually the right team site? Did your organization set up a uh, um, a naming convention? Is some other organization calling themselves operations? Like, what if you're part of a big organization and you don't know how to search for this thing? Or what if the person didn't even call it operations teams? Maybe they got fancy and wanted to call it, um, you know, some nickname or whatever. The, the, to me, the best way to get people to that information is, let's say, on that site that you created, your operations site, the admin has added a link to operations team. So this person doesn't have to go searching for it. They just know the hub the operations hub, uh, uh, which is the site, has that information. It's, it's a big, fat button. It's sitting on the site. It says operations team. And you could uh, maybe say restricted so that somebody knows that if they don't even belong to, the, to, the, to that uh, operations team, they can't even get access to it. That's, another, that's another, another topic for another day. But the point is put a link to the teams. That's one. But when things happen inside of the teams uh, and the channels throughout there, you want to highlight that. You want to pull that out and put. And if you created like a teams section on your site, or even if it's not a team section, you just know that this thing is important. Let's say, um, let's say that someone on the team inside of teams they shared a link to a um, a site that uh, has some great. Uh, uh, information for operations folks or they have some great training or whatever. That's eventually going to get pushed up through the the chat or wherever you, well, you share it in the chat. It's going to eventually get pushed up. You want to grab that, hold on to that and put it on the site that you've created for operations. So it's static, it doesn't move, it's all in one area. Because what are you going to do? You're going to send somebody to the teams and tell them, hey, search for the, um, the link that somebody shared when uh, uh, they were talking about uh what was it? What did I just say. When they were talking about that that asset, <laughs> that resource. Um, yeah, of course they could search. But you know, current employees might know that. Some current employees might not. And definitely new employees is really who I'm thinking about when I think about this admin connection. Is you you have the boss, you have the admin, and like I said, that new employee, their first touch point is probably gonna be that admin. And the admin can Sit down with them, show them the site, and give them a brief overview of the site. Send them the link, and then going forward, they will be using that site. Any and everything that admin needs to be putting on that site. All right. So those are the three, the three keys to your site. But let me let me recap. So again, stressing it. Your foundation is creating a site. If you are an admin, maybe you don't have to create the site, but I think you should because you know it's your team. You're gonna be the touch point for all things on that team. Create the site. That's one. Um, then two, you make sure that you use SharePoint lists to collect information instead of spreadsheets because you can easily host them on the site and there's you know, a whole bunch of features. Two, use the calendar feature because I guarantee you have a bunch of important dates that you need to share with the team. And three, link out to teams because I guarantee y'all have a teams and y'all operate there on a regular basis. So link out to the teams and any important thing that happens inside of the teams. And that's it. Now, there's a way how to do this. Obviously, because again, I'm, I'm talking strategy as opposed to technically. On my site, um, the sphelpdesk.com, I have an introductory SharePoint course. You can find out how to do what I just talked about by going through that course. Um, just look for the course links when you go to the sphelpdesk.com. Uh, and that's it. I appreciate you listening. Make sure that you, again, go to the site, thesphelpdesk.com, and also look for me on LinkedIn at uh, Thurman Trotman. That's T-H-E-R-M-A-N Trotman. But again, if you can't find it or you can't remember that, just go to the site. The only thing you need to remember is the thesphelpdesk.com.